guys have all had an incredible, not week, but year. 2015 is in the books and 2016 is here. Just yesterday, I was going through everything that we've done this year and I was just blown away at the things that we've learned, the things we've done well, the things that we've really screwed up. And I reached out to Kyle and I said, Kyle, we are going to do a bonus episode, a bonus New Year's Day episode talking about what we did in 2015, the good, the bad, the ugly, the lessons that we've learned, the things that you can learn, the things that you can learn from me, from the good and the bad things that I've done, and also what we're going to be doing in 2016. We, in this episode, are also going to be covering goals. A lot of you have reached out to me and told me your goals, so we're going to give a shout out to you guys, hold you accountable for those goals in 2016. And I also, even more importantly than what I've accomplished, I've kind of gone through and figured out the things that we've helped our students with most this year. And I wanna sum that up for you, the people that I've seen succeed the most this year in their house flipping uh, venture. We've now been coaching several hundred students and we have a lot of data of what it takes to make it happen big in your wholesaling or house flipping business. So that is what we're gonna cover in this episode and I am pumped. Okay, so first off, let's talk about our personal uh, house flipping business, meaning my house flipping business. What did we do? What did we accomplish? I just talked to Vanessa yesterday to get the final count and we ended up doing 124 deals in 2015. Every single one of those deals being a fix and flip property. I did not do, uh, okay, I take that back. We did probably two wholesale deals um, just because one of my acquisition coordinators found a house that we weren't really going to buy. He's like, hey, I got a buyer. So we did a couple wholesale deals. So Basically, did 122 fix and flip properties and two wholesale transactions, and that is is the number we're at. Now, many of you who have been following me and following my podcast know that in February this year, uh, there was a point starting in February that we basically were buying like a house a day, and I, there came a point where I decided, hey, this is too much. We've got to slow down a little bit. I'm a very strong believer in growing and, and growing big and having systems, but I'm also a strong believer in growing at the right pace. And I felt like, okay, we need to slow this down a little bit. So that's what we did. We ended up with 124 on the year, um, and it's been it's been a good year, but it's also been a huge learning year. Um, I'm not going to pull any punches. I don't want you guys to hear what I'm doing. I want you to hear um, what I would have done differently because I really truly want you to learn from from my mistakes, from my successes, from my failures, and from everything that that we're doing here in our business. So we ended up buying houses all over this year. Last year, uh, I should say in 2014, we ended up purchasing homes in, uh, you know, we, we expounded out of just in California. We started buying houses in Utah, and I believe that was the first year we bought a house uh, from Andy McFarland in New Mexico. So this year, I kind of took that to another level. And as I asked Vanessa, I'm like, hey, how many states did we buy? And I didn't even know. We ended up buying in 10 different states this year. So here's the deal. A lot of you have been reaching out to me and asking about buying in different states and how to go about it. And so I, I want to let you know, first off, if I could do it differently, I would not have purchased in 10 different states. Um, that's what I ended up doing. I would have probably have done half of that or maybe even a third of that. So for you guys, if you are going to buy out of state, if you feel like your area is incredibly competitive and you want to fix and flip properties in another state, you know, not many people are doing this. I know of no one to very few, uh, only people who I have actually coached that are doing it. I would recommend just focus on one area. Do a little bit of research or find someone that has feet on the ground. Maybe you know people in that area. Maybe you used to be live in that area. Or maybe you just have a connection there. That's one reason why I would maybe buy in another state. Or reason number two is you've done some research, you feel like there's good margins in that area, kind of fits everything you're looking for, and you're going to set up a solid team. I would not recommend buying in 10 states. Although we've had a lot of, um, I, I don't regret it, I wouldn't do it over because of everything that we've learned from it, but some of those things that we've learned you know, have costed us. So now I'm in a, we're in a situation where we're super excited because we have all this data and we made a ton of money while learning. Okay, you know, if you can make money while learning, as I'm always preaching, that is the way to go. So we've learned a ton. We know the best areas that work for us. We have the best crews that work for us. And next year, we're going to focus really only on buying in about three or so of these states and really scaling it down, not necessarily in volume, but scaling it down as far as how many states we're buying in. 
and how many people we're working with. So the idea is to do the same amount, but with less effort, less people, less states, we're working with less people, I should say, less contractors, less different escrow companies to deal with, less of everything, but getting more, which will really help me focus on what I truly am truly passionate about. You know, a lot of you guys have heard me recently talk about the importance of staying in your genius zone. I recently went to a mastermind meeting where they talked how most of us spend 90% of our time doing things that are not in our genius zone and only 10% our genius zone. And that's why we're just, even if we own our own business, we're not always incredibly happy with what we're doing. And my goal in 2016 is to change that to where I'm spending 90% of my time in my genius zone. What is my genius zone right now? And I believe your genius zone changes. You know, what is it that makes you tick? You know, buying a ton of houses, buying any houses when I first got started is what made me tick. Just making an offer would make me tick. And then after a while, it was creating systems and buying a lot of houses. But guess what? I'm just being honest here. Like buying a lot of houses is not what makes me tick anymore. You know, we've done it for several years now and uh, done really well with that. Um, now what makes me tick is seeing you guys do well, seeing the students of the House Flipping Formula do well. Um, now seeing the students of Seven Figure Flipping, what they're going to be doing in 2016, that is like, oh, that is so exciting. Just knowing that some of those guys are going to go from six-figure to seven-figure businesses in 2016 and knowing that we're going to be a part of that. That is what makes me tick. Even seeing new people in the House Flipping Formula program who didn't even know about real estate when they got started and are now making offers and getting their very first deals and getting that first check. That is what makes me tick. And that is truly what I want to focus on in 2016. 2015 has not only been a year of me growing my coaching businesses, uh, but also working a lot on my own self-improvement and getting coaching from others. You know, I used to have this false belief that high-end coaching equals uh, someone ripping you off. And that was a false belief I carried for several years because of some experiences I had early on. But then after joining the two high-end coaching programs I joined this year, it's literally changed my life. You know, I was hitting a wall um, of progress just because I felt like I was kind of being the teacher and the educator and I was the one leading the way. But even someone in my position needs other people that he can look to and lean on and, and learn from and work together and learn uh, kind of what they're doing and, and implement that in my business. So joining the two high-end coaching programs that I've joined this year has, has been incredible. And it's really crushed that false belief that I used to have that all high-end coaching programs are bad. And which is cool because that's what led us into launching Seven Figure Flipping uh, just a few months ago. And it's incredible to see the people in that group um, grow and progress and learn so much and and be able to really give them 10 times more than, than they'll ever have to pay for that. And that is what, what gets me excited. So that's been pretty cool. Um, joining those, pro, those uh, coaching programs and knowing that high-end coaching and paying for the best coaches in the world are, is going to be a huge part of me going forward and is what is going to allow me to eventually reach that goal that you guys have heard me talk about within five years, which is making a $10 million income. Probably the biggest highlight of 2015 has been the opportunity in which we've had to work closely with the organization OUR. Many of you know about the interview I did in episode 74 with Dutch Turley. And basically we set a goal and in my mind it was more of a, not only a goal, but a commitment that we as an organization, we as a house flipping company and we as a house flipping nation would commit to funding a mission for this organization, which goes into different countries and rescue, rescues children that are basically in slavery or in bondage. And I am very happy to announce that I just sent over the final wire and we have reached that goal of, of $60,000, which will help them to fund a mission in which they can go and save more of these children and I just want to thank all of you who have contributed to that and donated and supported in, in all the ways that you've supported uh, to make this possible. I mean, this is something that Tara and I have been talking about 
ever since we got married, ever since we started our very first business over 11 years ago. Uh, and that is our why. Like, why are we doing this? And we know that it's for a great, greater purpose besides um, just ourselves. And to see the what was a what we were able to do this year. And when I say we, I mean all of us, all of you, um, everyone who's been a part of anything we've done in our life. You know, God, everything. Um, it's been pretty amazing. And, and just to see that as just a part of being able to kind of scratch the surface of what. I believe is possible. Uh, that's what made has made this year all worth it, and that's what uh, keeps us driving, keeps us pushing. You know, when when those basic financial needs are met, but you have a bigger purpose, that's what keeps you going. So, yeah, I know a lot of you guys out there might be focused on just paying the bills, and then eventually you're focused on creating a business where you can not be working, you know, eighty hours a week and and spend time with your with your family and loved ones. Um, but in the back of your mind, I, I'm sure you have similar I, thoughts and ideas of, of making a contribution in a bigger way to the world. And uh, it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So I want to thank all you guys. And, and each in your own way, whether you're able to contribute or not, have been a part of making this happen. And we look forward to continuing to work with OUR and other organizations in the future. That's a huge part of uh, why we started Amen a Millionaire and why we started um, several of the things that we're doing. And we look forward to that in the future. Speaking of Amen a Millionaire, that is another thing that we've done this past year in 2015. It's so crazy. You know, sometimes when you're going day to day and, you know, you feel like you're not accomplishing all the things you want to do. And uh, it's just amazing to look back over the year. That's why this has been so such a powerful exercise for me to look over everything that we've accomplished this year and to think that, wow, we've created these different coaching programs and seen all these students have all the success and created Amen a Millionaire and are now launching Millionaire University, um, uh, it's just, it's a huge blessing and, and just, I'm in awe of uh, everything that that has, has happened when you really look back at it. Okay, so now and for pretty much the rest of the podcast, I want to talk about you. What is it that you need to do? What is it that will help you the most in 2016? You know, after coaching hundreds of students in the house flipping formula program and now coaching a handful of students in the seven figure flipping program and having been doing the podcast and house flipping HQ for over two years now and learning and teaching in different ways and speaking before that and doing seminars I've really been able to see firsthand what it takes to be a successful house flipper or wholesaler what it takes to be successful in the real estate business. And it's been really fascinating. You know, I can basically just look at someone, talk to them for a few minutes, find out what they're doing, know what they're doing wrong, know where they need to go. And if they will do those things, that's the if, if they will do those things consistently and persistently over a period of time, then they will have success. They just will. This business is not rocket science. I would like to say I'm the only guy who's had success, but it's not true. There are hundreds and thousands of people for years and years who have been incredibly successful at real estate investing. More millionaires have been made in this industry than all other industries combined. So if it's not happening for you, it really only comes down to a few things. And I'm about to break that down for you so that 2016 can be your best year ever. Now, the first one I want to talk about is education. Knowing the fundamentals. This is crucial. You are not going to make it in this business if you don't understand how to do this business. The most important thing you need to know is how to analyze properties, how to buy properties. You make the money when you buy, and if you can understand how to buy properties, you can create a business in and of itself in that one thing alone. Now, having that been said, I'm probably preaching to the choir. You guys are listening to the podcast right now. You clearly get educated, but there are probably a lot of you out there who are listening, who have been listening to every episode, have listened to other podcasts, read books, you know about the business, maybe you're going to real estate investment clubs, but you haven't taken any action yet. 
Now, if that is you, I want you to turn this podcast off. I want you to put the books down. And I want you to go out there and do the one thing that probably scares you the most, which is make an offer on a house. I don't care if that's by contacting a real estate agent and making an offer. And you may not even know how to make an offer, but just do it anyway. I don't care whether that's going and finding some potentially motivated sellers and knocking on their door or calling some fizzbos or anything. Because my goal for you is just to help you overcome that fear. Because that's really all it is, is this fear that you have that something bad is going to happen or Maybe you're afraid, you know, maybe you have this fear of talking to people. I need you to stop. I prohibit you from listening to this, reading any books, or continuing with your education until you take some kind of action. Then you can come back and get educated, but it'll mean so much more to you and you'll be able to apply it in your business. But I'm being totally upfront with you. If you have been getting educated for the past several months, and have yet to really take any solid action or made any offers on houses, you either need to do that or realize maybe this business just isn't for you and quit uh, torturing yourself, okay? So I know I'm kind of going on the rant about that, but I just see it all the time and it pains me so much because the truth is there are gonna be a lot of things after you take action. You're gonna come with this perfect plan that you think is gonna be great and maybe a year after you started getting educated, you finally take a little bit of action and then it's going to be a lot harder than you thought because you had your perfect plan and your perfect plan is not going to go according to plan. And then you're going to be disappointed. Your spouse or friends or partner, whoever you're working with is going to be like, wah, 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 failure, loser, that didn't work. <laughs> I told you. Or you're going to feel like defeated and you're going to quit because you put in all this time and effort into something that didn't work out when you really only put uh, a little bit of time into it, but you were just spending a lot of time getting educated and you got to get educated and you've got to continue to get educated after you're taking action, but you've got to take action. Okay. So just do it. Just take action. Make 2016 the year where you are committed to, to not just information overload. Sometimes too much information can be bad. Sometimes I've heard like this book and I'm taking all this information. I get overloaded and stressed. I'm like, ah, and I just shut it off. And I get, okay, what are the fundamentals? What are the things I need to do right now in my business? And I get to it and then, okay, we're good, right? So sometimes you got to do that. You got to always be getting educated. Sometimes you need more education. Sometimes you need to ease it back a little bit. Uh, but education is incredibly important, but just as important is to not get overly educated. Okay. Number two is you've got to move with the cheese. Now, once you've gotten educated and started taking action, and maybe you've had a an amount of success, there are going to be circumstances in your life, in the market, in your relationships, which are going to cause things to change. And we are creatures of habit. We do not like change. We hate it, actually. <laughs> And I've seen this time and time again, real estate investors who were incredibly successful at one period or even somewhat successful at one period of time, and then for some reason or another, their cheese moves, things change up, and they don't move with it. And then in their mind, they think this business doesn't work anymore. I hear all the time people saying, oh, I, you know, I just can't buy houses anymore. It's because they're doing the same dang thing they were doing three years ago that was working for them at that time. And they're too lazy or unrealistic or just unwilling uh, to, to change with what is working now. So you've got to move with the cheese. And um, I'll talk about that a little more. All, all of these kind of bleed together <laughs> in, in a lot of ways. So I'll cover more on how to do that as we continue here. But just recognizing it is the first step, recognizing that your cheese is going to move. And when you're like, hmm, what was working before is no longer working now, I probably need to look at some things and change some things up. So step number two or tip number two for 2016 is move with the cheese. Number three is focus. Focus will make you rich. Those are the words of one of my mentors that were said to me earlier this year as I talked to him about, you know, me thinking about doing a bunch of rental properties and all these different things. He's like, focus, focus will make you rich. And that is so true. You know, as entrepreneurs, we have these crazy minds where 
we are we it's like an idea machine and we come up with all these ideas i have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of ideas that will all change the world and save your life and do these incredible things and then i realize i am only human and i cannot do them all and if i try to do them all then i'll have nothing and i'll be able to help no one it's so dang hard because they just could all be so great. And sometimes we look at opportunity and we think, you know, why would you let go of that opportunity you have? Because it's not the highest and best use of your time. It's not the single best opportunity for you at that moment. You know, even with all the things that we have going on right now, I recently, every day actually, but even a couple days ago, I had to sit down and say, okay, these are all the things I'm working on now. These are all the things I want to do. And I had to just slash, eliminate, eliminate, eliminate. What is the one thing that I need to be doing right now that will help my business, that will help uh, me as a person, that will help the people that I teach, my students? What are the one, the, what is the one thing and what are the one things in the different categories of my life that I need to be focusing on right now? And what are the things I can eliminate, minimize, get rid of, not do, put off, delegate, outsource, whatever it might be, but you have got to focus. I've had so many people um, who they want to do house flipping and they want to do another business. They want to do wholesaling. They want to do rental properties and da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And they think they can do it all. And you know what? I know it's just not going to happen. You got to be realistic. Focus. Focus will make you rich and will make 2016 the best year ever for you. Number four is kind of related to number three, and I call it hitting the target. Now, in real estate and in other businesses, I see so many people um, doing all these things that are kind of skirting around what I call the target, the money target, the revenue-making target. They feel like they're working hard. They are working hard. They're taking lots of actions, but they're just taking actions on the things that don't really matter. You know, I had someone just ask me right now on Facebook, um, do I have a list of items that I recommend for their new office? And I'm just like, oh my gosh. This person, unless they realize that that is not important, is never going to be successful. And you know, you would think that's the first time I've had that question. It's not. I've had that question several times. I've had people ask, how do you design your business cards? What's the best way to design your business cards? Or just all these things. You know, these days people probably do need websites because a lot of people are dealing direct with seller. But back in the day when people were making offers on the MLS and they wanted a web, like, what do you want a website for? You know, it's, so many people focus on all these things that don't really matter. I see people reading book after book after book about mindset and how to get them motivated when they've never even made an offer and it just drives me crazy um i'm not going to get into too much personal detail here but i recently just met with someone a couple days ago who's very close to me and i'm seeing them struggle and this is not totally related to everything i've just talked about right (laughs) going on this big rant and now i'm talking about this person i've seen them struggle in this business and if they don't succeed here shortly they're going to have to go back, you know, to their to their previous job. And it's just so painful for me to see that because it's their dream. And as I sat with them and I broke it down exactly what they were doing, um, they're working really hard. They're working up at four or five o'clock every morning. They're doing the miracle morning that I've talked about before with Hal Elrod. They're doing all the right things as a spiritual giant. So many good things. But he's not doing enough of the one or two things that he needs to be doing. He's not doing enough of talking to potentially motivated sellers and making offers and following up on those offers. That's it. That's it. There you go. There's the secret, guys. Right there. Um, He's just not doing enough of it. I broke it down. How many hours are you speaking to potentially motivated sellers? How many offers are you making you know we talked about an offer they made the other day and just you got to move a lot of dirt in this business if you want to find the gold 
that's a quote I actually stole from him that he heard someone say because <laughs> um, he realized what I was saying to him. Um, so every week now he is going to send me exactly how many hours he spent talking to potentially motivated sellers, how many offers he's made, and that's it. That's all I care about. That's really all I need him to do right now. He needs to focus on those things and not get distracted by all the other things. I'm like, look, if you want to wake up, like, sure, I believe in yeah, exercise. I believe in meditating. I believe in doing all these things. But if you're not doing the things that matter most, none of that matters. I said, look, sleep in a little bit longer. So you have the energy because you need to be taught. You need to be between 9 and 6.30, whatever time it is. It's the peak time to be talking to sellers and calling people. You need to be at your best. So I don't care if you're waking up at 7 exercising a little bit, getting your ducks in a row, shooting off some emails. And then at nine o'clock, you are on that phone or you are on those doors and you are making it happen. You've got to hit the target. Number five is nail it, then scale it. Some of you guys have heard me talk about this before and I got to give credit to Ryan Scala for mentioning this a couple years ago. Um, so many people think it's a lot harder to scale it than it is to nail it. And that could not be further from the truth. Nailing it is so much harder than scaling it. And I want you to understand this so that when it is hard, you're like, oh, okay, this is hard. And then once you do nail it, or you know that when you do nail it, that you will then be able to scale it. And that's when you can create you know, the life of your dreams and the business of your dreams. So what do I mean by nailing it? It's kind of, once again, these are related to each other. It's kind of related to number four a little bit. And the other one's about focus and stuff like that. But the people that I see that are successful in their wholesaling or housewarming business, they know their numbers. They have their thing that they do again and again and again. You know, we talked about Steven before. You know, he... Um, is or was, I mean, he recently moved. And so I mean, that's a whole other story. We're going to get him on here again and talk about how he's going to build up his new business in the new place he was. But he became the king at bandit signs. He knew exactly what bandit signs to get, where to put them, how many, he knew how many bandit signs he had to put out or his people that worked for him, his henchmen had to put out to get how many calls, to get how many leads, to get how many deals and how much he made from each deal and what that cost him. And then he could just, boof, blast up that machine. Andy McFarland knows the same thing. He knows what letters he has to send out to where and how many. And You've got to know your numbers. You've got to know your KPIs, your key performance indicators. Any business, especially now as I go into online marketing, I see any business that is successful, they know their numbers. They have nailed it and then they have scaled it. I know another guy who just calls people like crazy. Now He's a madman. Just calling, 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 calling. Calls, you know, over 100 people a day. Most of them don't answer, but he doesn't care because he knows if I call this many hundred people that I will eventually get a deal. I call this many people to get this many people to answer, to get this many appointments set, to get this many people that say, yes, I will accept your offer. So nail it, then scale it. Once you nail it, once you know that I can spend... $2,000 and 50 man hours doing X, Y, or Z, then I just have to feed the machine and it'll continue to grow. And then I can just build it from there. And I'll know my numbers. I'll know that I spend 2000 to make 10000 That sounds like pretty good math to me. What do they call that? Arbitrage? So step number five is nail it then scale it. If you haven't nailed it, you've got to figure out what is that one thing I should be doing. Stop worrying about doing a hundred things. Figure out one thing, maybe test two or three at a time until you figure out the one that seems right. Then tweak that, test that, improve that, and then scale that one thing. Do less, not more. Less is more. Nail it, then scale it. Number six is accountability. Now, this applies to anything in life. You know, if you want to lose weight, I mean, how many times have you decided that you wanted to go to the gym and, and work out and eat healthier and you do well for um, a, a few days, maybe a few weeks, maybe in a few months, 
and then you eventually fall off the bandwagon. Now, why does that happen? It's because we all have moments in life where we feel incredibly motivated and empowered and we're ready to take on the world. But then later on, you know, the the other side of us hops in and says, oh, just this one time. It won't be that bad. It won't be that big a deal. So it's the same thing when we're we're making goals, financial goals, when we're trying to grow our, our real estate business. Because the truth is, is this business is hard. Life is hard. Everything is hard. And if we don't have that accountability, it's going to be so easy to fall off that bandwagon, to to stop for a couple days, which turn into weeks, which turn into months. Uh, but most of us, we kind of know what we need to do if we could just get ourselves to do it. So accountability is so huge. It needs to be more painful thinking of telling that person that you did not do the thing that you were supposed to do than actually doing the thing that you're supposed to do. Because at the moment, it's going to be painful. Talking about, oh, I don't want to call and make this offer. I'm afraid because one of the person yells at me. <laughs> doesn't like me. <laughs> but if you have someone else yelling at you and will be upset with you, or you may have to pay money too. Maybe you come up with an agreement where you have to pay them $1,000 if you don't do X, Y, and Z by the end of the week. Then you're, it's going to push you over the edge. It's going to get you to do that thing. You're not going to let that little voice go in your head that starts to rationalize and come up with all the reasons why it's okay to not do this thing. It's okay. You need a break, right? Accountability is huge. So I highly encourage you in 2016 to find an accountability partner. It may be a friend or family member, but someone that is going to hold you highly accountable. Maybe it's a fellow investor. And I would do something like put $1,000 or several hundred dollars on the line and say, hey, if I don't do this and this and this by this time, then I got to pay you this. And if they're in the same industry or maybe they do it with you as well, maybe you can be each other's accountability partners. Um, so accountability is is incredibly huge. You've got to find a way to hold yourself accountable. If you don't, it just we're the human nature. I don't know what it is in us, but we just quit at things. And and if you want to reach your goals in 2016, you know, we, you'll know, see it all the time. People make a New Year's resolution and then they quit and they just didn't have very much accountability. So accountability is huge. I highly, 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 I would almost put that uh, close to number one uh, of the importance list of, of things that you need to do in 2016 to be successful is figure out how to hold yourself to a higher level of accountability. And number seven, last of all, I've said it before and I'll say it again. The number one way to find success in real estate investing or anything else, any business, any industry, any aspect of your life is by looking to those who have already achieved the success that you are seeking to achieve and modeling them. This could be hiring a coach or a mentor, joining a mastermind group that has other people who are on the same journey as you or who have been there. This is by far and wide the number one thing that I would recommend in 2016. It's what I've done in 2015 that has made all the difference. I've done it always, but I've done it to another level this year. And it's just it's just incredible. I mean, for me to be able to call up anytime one of my mentors or one of the numerous amount of people in my mastermind groups and have them, you know, talk to them exactly about what they're doing and what I could improve on or them pointing out things that I may not notice. Just one little thing that changes my entire trajectory or maybe makes me an extra six figures just by the one thing that they told me I was able to take and then scale it in my own way. That's the number one thing that I would recommend to anyone who's looking to have success in 2016. And the cool thing about having a good coach, mentor, being a part of a uh, coaching program or mastermind group is that it essentially takes care of all of these. You know, you can get the education, you can get the focus, people can help you to move with the cheese. Uh, they can help you to hit your target. They can help you nail and scale it. And the accountability is huge. And that is the um, the number one thing that's helped me get to where I am. And the number one thing I've seen other people 
help to get to where they are. Now, are they going to do it all for you? No. Is it going to be just this magic thing that takes care of itself? No. You are the pilot. They are just course correcting you. And if any of you know anything about aviation, which I don't really, but I do know that if you end up going one degree in the wrong direction, you can end up hundreds of miles from your destination. So that's what a good coach, mentor, group, uh, mastermind group, or coaching program can do for you is they can constantly be course correcting you. Because going to seminars and getting educated is, is great. But the truth is, you're going to come back and you're going to need help and questions and success in this business or any other businesses really happens one day at a time, step by step. So having those people that you can reach out to that can help you on a daily basis is really what is key to finding that true success. And those are my seven tips for you to have the best year ever in 2016. So that now brings us to the final section of today's podcast, which is giving a shout out to those of you who have reached out to me and sent me your goals for 2016. Our first accountability shout out goes to Cameron Kloster, who is a member of the House Hoping Formula program. Cameron is from Albuquerque, New Mexico, and he says, my goal is to do 24 deals in 2016. I plan on doing a mix of flips and wholesales. And he also asked me if I can mention his website, which is ibuyabqhouses.com. I have seen Cameron come a long ways since joining the program, and I have no doubt that he will be able to reach these goals in 2016. Our next shout out goes to Wes Brown, who is also a member of the House Hoping Formula program. Wes's goals are to flip eight houses for a total net profit of at least $100,000 and to buy four more rentals in 2016. Once again, incredibly doable goals, especially for someone like Wes, another person I have seen, um, progress tremendously uh, over the past year or so since he's been with us. Next is Arthur and Jen Botting, who have not only been with us since the beginning in House Swing Forum, but have also recently joined the seven-figure flipping program. Their goals are to do 18 flips, in 2016, 14 in California, four in Central Florida, which will be pretty cool. So it looks like they're going to be doing some out-of-state stuff. Um, four wholesale deals, and they also want to hire an assistant for a gross profit of $750,000, which um, you know Arthur here says with Jen and I in seven-figure flipping program, this should be a layup, which um, I believe will be the case. Um, and if not this year, I think they even have a shot hitting a seven-figure this year. If not this year, I believe they could be one of our seven-figure coaching students next year. Oh, and they have got the cutest little girl ever. Next up, we have Mark Field, who is also a member of the Housewing Formula Group. You know, when I uh, got these goals from people, I just put them all in the folder I was going to do this podcast and I barely even looked at the names and did not realize I'm looking up them up one by one right now and didn't realize how many of them are actually already are in our coaching programs which is kind of interesting to me it kind of uh, makes a lot of sense anyway I won't, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here but uh, Mark's goals for 2016 are to fix and flip 15 homes and to get all of his systems in place he also wants to make more connections with fellow flippers and wholesalers oh and he says Thank you for what you and your wife do. I'm learning so much from both of you. Thanks, Mark. That really means a lot to us. Uh, so once again, Mark is a stud, and I have no doubt that he will reach these goals in 2016. So all of the following people are in the Housewing Formula group because they posted up their goals in the Facebook forum group. So I won't mention that all of them are in the group, but you'll just, just know that. Um, Andrew Herrig. I just posted up after talking to Justin Morgan this morning. I am doubling my goal for 2016, going for 200,000 gross profit. Um, and Justin Morgan is someone we just recently brought on to help us with the housekeeping formula program as we continue to grow. Um, it is our goal to always deliver um, more value than we ever ask from anyone who joins that program. And Justin is someone who has been reaching out to people on an individual basis. And just making sure that he can kind of help them get unstuck and keep them on track. And he's been a huge asset. So thank you, Justin. And I can tell that you're 
Uh, one-on-one calls are going really well with the students of the program um, because of comments I'm seeing like this from Andrew. So go get them, Andrew. I have no doubt that you will make it. And it's, it's crazy to see, guys. That's why I talk about the importance of a mentor that just from one conversation, and they're supposed to be 15 minutes. I'm sure Justin goes over because that's what he does, but he's all about over-delivering. One conversation with the right person can cause you to double your income in one year. And I know it's yet to be done, but obviously from this discussion, he feels like he can do much more than he thought he could previously by one little thing that he was probably told. And that is the power of a mentor. Next is Tyler Andrew, who plans on wholesaling 12 houses next year and flipping one house (laughs) and then he wants to wind down his other business so he can focus more on his uh, house flipping and wholesaling businesses so I think that is a great idea Tyler it's all about focus next we have Peely who have also been amazed at her growth Uh, she's just been with us for the last couple months and her goal is to do 15 deals and she's just an incredible person one of the nicest people I've ever met in my life incredible action taker and Peely. Um, I totally believe in you and have no doubt that you will be able to reach that goal in 2016. Next, we have Jack Koloff, who is going to be flipping four houses, wholesaling four houses. Uh, I should say four contracts. So we got to get that verbiage down correctly and is also going to be working on fine tuning his systems. Jack, you're a stud. You got this. Next, we have Sherry Lafave, who is also a new member of the program. Her goals are to do four flips and wholesale at least three. As Justin would say, let's get flipping. You can do this, Sherry. I have total faith in you. Then we have the Lauren Hardy, which you guys have heard before on the podcast, who had a goal of 12 houses, ended up with at least 15. That was um, actually since December 9th. So I wouldn't be surprised if she has gotten another one by now. Um, so she ended up doing 15 this year, which was a huge increase from last year and literally changed her life. And next year she is going to be shooting for 25. So that is incredible. Rob Dryman, who's a total stud is shooting for 12 houses. I'm going to speed this up a little bit here. Um, Ted Williams, another incredible individual, uh, is going for 10 houses in 2016. Um, Jason Vickery, which is one of our absolute studs in the House of Being Formula program. His goal for 2015 was 10 rehabs and two wholesale deals. They ended up doing 11 rehabs by year end. Goals for 2016 is to rehab 25 to 30 homes and wholesale 10. And I have no doubt that they will do it. Um, they do some pretty cool stuff. Um, let's see. Terry Berger... Berger. Sorry, Terry. I think that's, I'm sorry, guys. Sometimes I don't know how to pronounce everybody's name. (laughs) Um, Is to do 30 deals in 2016. Um, And Terry's another one of our studs. I have no doubt that he will reach that. Brett, who actually you guys heard um, him and Laura on the podcast just yesterday, just a couple couple days ago, whenever that came out. Um, And you actually already, already Heard their goals, I believe 25 flips is what it says here in 2016. They're members of the seven figure flipping program with mine and Eddie's help. Not, you know, just saying how it is. I have no doubt that they will reach that goal and they may be our first seven figure flipping um, student. There are actually, uh, there's a few people, Mike Simmons, a couple, a few people that could be shooting for that. Um, Justin, yeah. So, That'll be pretty exciting to see who who is our first one and gets that trip with me that I talked about yesterday. Um, alrighty, what else do we got here? Um, Andy McFarland. Let's talk about Andy McFarland's goals. As you guys know, he had a gross profit. This was, says, as of today, my gross profit, and this was December 10th um, for 2015, is sitting at $2,040,000. Um so I'm sure that's quite a bit higher by now, by the end of the year. And he wants to add a million dollars next year by getting his acquisitions manager better and by flipping a few retail properties. Oh, by flipping four retail properties per month. Andy is a stud. I have no doubt that he will reach over $3 million next year. Um, Danny Pitcher, his goal is 36 deals. I want to buy... 
one rental property as well. So Danny, um, yeah, Danny's a stud. I'm sure he can do that. Jeff Turner, who you guys have heard of Jeff Turner a few times. This guy has been a close family friend for a long time. Got involved in this business um, just a few short months ago. And, you know, it's a hard business. And he just went after it and really made it happen. I'm super proud of him. His goal is to make a $500,000 net profit in 2016. Flip 10 properties with an average net profit of 40000 each. Wholesale eight properties with an average of 12500 each. Um, he wants to hire a secretary starting part-time in February. And he's training a manager for, for his concrete business. Okay. So yeah, Jeff is a, an absolute stud. He will attend one real estate investment club meeting per month, develop relationships. Um, I, have, I have no doubt that Jeff is going to reach those goals. He just is a go-getter. Um, all right. Well, guys, I think that is it for our goals. Um, if I missed anybody, then please reach out to me. Let me know. And I will be sure to include you uh, on a future podcast. So go after it, guys. I have no doubt that you're going to reach these goals. I mean, all of you are in the right place. You surround yourselves with the right people, with an incredible community, if I do say so myself, of people who are taking action and who can can guide you along the way. And you're all on track to already doing what you believe you can do. So this is your accountability call out. We will follow up at the end of the year and kind of talk about what you said you were going to do and what you did and um, and see what happens. And I have no doubt that we're going to have several of you that not only reach your goals, but supersede them uh, with the things that you are doing, the actions you're taking, the people you're surrounding yourself with, and it will be your best year ever. Whew. All right, guys. Well, that brings us to the end of today's podcast, your 2016 New Year's uh, special bonus episode. Uh, make it the best year ever. It's up to you. Set a goal. Decide that you're going to reach that goal. What are the actions that you have to take and start doing those things? Surround yourself with those people. Do the actions that it takes. Nail it and scale it. Figure out what that one thing is. What is the thing that you need to dial in on? Where is it that you need the most help? Get the help that you need and make 2016 the year that will change the trajectory of your life forever. I mean, I remember when you know, we, there's several times actually when we first made the decision to get into real estate. And then in 2011, when I decided to really go big and change some things up and I got a lot of help and that kind of took us off in a whole new direction. Then this year, the decision I made to pay some mentors to really help me to really grow both of my businesses and just what that's done and uh, allowed us to make the contributions to the people that we've been able to, to OUR and to help those children that are you know, in, in slavery and just things that I never really thought I'd be able to, actually, I did think I'd be able to do them. I, I've always believed these things, um, but, but to actually see them coming to fulfillment is just absolutely incredible. So if there is absolutely anything that I or my team or anyone uh, of us, any of us can do here at House Flipping Nation, House Flipping HQ, uh, the House Flipping Formula Program, Seven Figure Flipping Program, anything we can do to better serve you and help you in 2016 to reach your goals, reach out to us. We're, we're here for you. I have created what I believe are the single best programs to help people reach the levels of success that they would want to reach. I've, I've seen the people have done it. I've seen what it takes. I know what it takes. I've been there. I've recruited the people to join my team who can help you get there. And if we can help you in any way, reach out to us. You know, the housewing formula program as of now is not currently open, but we will be, be opening that up um, shortly. So if you're interested in, in that, when the door is open, reach out to Kyle, Kyle at housewingHQ.com, and we'll be sure to notify you right away as we open the doors for that. Other than that, um, if you're listening to the podcast live or with the day it came out, Happy New Year. Um, if you listen to it later, Happy New Year. Happy 2016. I love all of you. Thank you for all the support that you've given us over the past two years. I mean, it means the world to me. Um, and I have no doubt that 2016 is going to be the, the best year ever. It's going to be a year of, of transformation and growth for you. I mean, this business isn't easy, but it's not rocket science. There's so many people out there that are having success at it. You just have to find who's doing it, who's being successful, 
How is it working for them? And how can it work for you? And if you just take those actions and do the right things and be consistent and persistent and don't give up and find a way, don't find a way to not make it happen. Find a way to make it happen. Don't come with the excuses, but find a way to change your life uh, and just do the small things day at a time that will get you there. And you'll look back at the end of 2016 and you'll just be amazed at, at what you've accomplished. Just how I've looked at back at this year and, and the past few years. Um, in the moment, sometimes it doesn't feel like we're getting a lot done. But if we take it one day at a time and keep pushing forward and being consistent and persistent and taking those right steps and doing those right things, surrounding ourselves with those right people, it will change our life. The, the things that we can reach, the goals we can reach, the things we can accomplish, the way we can change the world, the people that we can affect, um, the time we can spend with our family, the organizations that we can reach out to, the people that we can help in ways we never really dreamed possible, those things will all happen. So, I mean, there's a part of me that wants to say, okay, guys, go make it happen. You've got this two thoughts. But really, I always like to kind of bring it down a notch because sometimes I see people just get excited about the hype and ah, I got to die. They like, you know, just commit to every single day doing that one thing that will help push things forward. And if you do that, you will look back in 365 days from now and you'll be incredibly happy with the results. Don't expect overnight. Just do that one thing, the one most important thing every single day that will help you grow your business and achieve that level of success that you're looking for. Figure out what those KPIs are. What are those few things in your business that matter more than anything? And focus on those and worry less about all the other things that are just there. If you already made goals for this year and you made like 20, cut them in half, cut them in fourth, cut them down. Just focus on the few things. The year comes and goes very quickly. And if you focus on too many things, you'll be at the end of the year and feel like you accomplished nothing. So keep it minimal. Focus on a very few things and make 2016 the best year ever. I love you all. Get out there, crush it this year. And I cannot wait to hear what happens at the end of 2016 and all the success that you've all had, just like I've seen this year from so many of my current students. Um, and we can do this. We can do this together. We can change your life. We can change your family's life. We can change the lives of so many people. All right, guys, let's do this. I never know how to end this. I don't want to leave. I love you all too much. But it's time to go and make things happen. Here's to a great 2016, and we will see you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your, your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.